Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. Hey, this is Amir. And welcome back to the show. So, we're a little bit short on time today. Not that short, but we're almost kind of cutting it close. So, we're going to get right into the chase. Today, we're listening to Ozzy's latest album, Patient Number 9. It released about a week or two ago. We haven't really gotten around to recording it up until now. So, uh... We're not going to waste any time. Uh, this is going to be another two-parter. We'll probably do the first six or seven tracks for part one, and then part two will be the other six or seven, however many there is. So let's go ahead and start off with the first track, which is the title track, Patient Number 9. This is like the only track I think I've just really listened to. I think so, yeah. And I remember telling you it had a kind of represent back to uh, back to his earlier work. Yeah. It's such a good song, though. Can't believe the old bastard's still kicking it. <laughs> right? I really thought Ordinary Man was going to be the, his last album. Never he still sounds just like he did whenever he was in Sabbath. even worse if I don't get to fucking see him play at least once. You want to know like what uh, what he captioned with this album? He said with the release of this album, he said, quote unquote, retirement is not an option. Dude, he said he'll play music to the day he does. One of these days we need to go back and listen to Ordinary Man on here. We were trying to at one point, we just never made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> the bat. <laughs> oh yeah, from the coffee when he bit the fucking bat at all. So you know, uh, and one of the one of the football games from like two weeks ago, Ozzy played at the halftime show. Really? Yeah. He played two tracks from this album, and I think it was the two singles he had released at the time. But get this, they showed about ten seconds of him playing, and then they immediately cut him. Yeah, and then they went straight to all the talking bullshit. It pissed a lot of people off. You don't fucking you don't cut, cut off Ozzy in the middle of him playing new music. Now, obviously, everyone in the stadium got to hear him play the tracks, but like everyone on TV, they didn't get to. 
Like, dude, y'all finally get someone who's worthy of playing a fucking halftime show. Like, nobody gives a fuck about... All these pop artists and everything, and rappers. Alright. And they always schedule ass people to play at the damn halftime shows. When you finally get someone who's worthy of fucking doing it, you just fucking cut them off. What the kind of shit is that? I'm sure if it was a fucking rapper or something, they would they would they would watch them play. I know. I love watching football, but goddamn, like that that made me so fucking mad. That's pretty much what they did. Yeah, that was it. Do you know how revolutionary that would have been had they actually played that full song like they like they said they were going to? Imagine if they had a live band actually replicate that song, or if Maroon Five decided to do it. You know? Yeah. These visuals, man. I love the animation style. I just love the color of this. Well, this is getting like far more. I know. Who's mainly playing guitar throughout the, the track? The, uh, Jeff Beck, I think, uh, was a guest star on this track with guitar. It was it was either guitar or bass or something. I, I can't remember. All right. So that was Patient Number I love listening to that track. I, I haven't, I don't listen to it that much, but every once in a while when I do, I pump some back really up. Just... Yeah. I hear it on the radio every once in a while now. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, track number two. This one's called Immortal. I have not heard this. There's two tracks in here where Iomi is featured. Mm-hmm. 
he's finally going on his uh, his tour next year, and I really want to go see him play. Dude, it would be like my number one dream come true to see him and I only play together. That's like the closest I would ever get to seeing Sabbath play. Just as good as patient number nine, dude. It really was. Catchy as hell. That chorus, man. Damn. I know, right? Alright, track number three. This one's featuring Zach Wilde. Hey, let's go. It's called Parasite. I have not heard this. Man, he got a lot of great artists to feature on the Probably the first time working together since their, his 2007 album, uh, Black Rain, I think it was called. You know, I thought after you listened to all the Black Sabbath albums, that you would try to like take a hiatus and listen to any like all of the material and stuff. Yeah. But you just gotta love the man. I gotta tell you, the listening to all those albums took a lot out of me. Yeah, I bet. Like, even still now, like, I'm still mentally tired from doing that. It took me two months to do all those. Especially listening to all the fucking multiple changes and different styles and fucking roller coaster. Oh, yeah. My brain was all over the place, but I'll tell you one thing, that was a hell of an experience. And in the end, after all of it, despite how worn out I was, I was glad I did it. I don't think solo-wise, all he ever had a bad album in his solo career. Mm-hmm. Well, but Sabbath, he for sure did. The later half of his time with Sabbath, his material was hard. <laughs> I will say this, though, like, I still don't like Never Say Die, but... After listening to Forbidden, like, I'll, I'll take Never Say Die any day yeah. over Forbidden. <laughs> like, that that makes Never Say Die look like an album of the year. We're like flying through these traps. We're like on the third track. Uh, no, but I think they get a little longer. Yeah, they, they're kind of going up and down right now. Like this one, this is like four minutes. Last one was like three. Patient number nine was like seven. Zach's going to be filling in for Dimebag on the Pantera reunion tour. 
He was he was very close to Dimebag. Charlie Bonatti from Anthrax on the drums. He did, he confirmed that uh, Charlie confirmed that uh, while they're on the tour, his drumming is gonna sound like spot on, like Vinny, like Vinny Paul's drumming. Apparently, they're they're going through like all of their entire discography and everything that they've ever put out. They're going through everything. They're rehearsing every single song. Every song. Till they get it just right. Cause that tour is that tour is happening next year. That was another great track. go close to the seven minute mark again. Well track number four, this is this is the other the second track featuring Tony Iomi on guitar. It's called No Escape From Now. Ozzy says that these two tracks that they worked on together should have been on thirteen. that underwater effect that yeah, it sounds like? Mm. You know it's Iomi because you can hear that Sabbath tone. so many bands all the way up until current day today. And the fact that he's still here amongst everyone else that came after him is still fucking making music. Both of them. copy of patient number nine is right there. 
Oh, yeah. Just those riffs, man. That tempo change. Getting it. You hear it in the back? Underwater effect again. Probably. 
That was No Escape From Now featuring Tony Iommi on guitar. And my god, did I get some Sabbath fucking flashbacks to the, those albums. Oh man. Eric Clapton, where have I heard that name before? I feel like I've heard that name somewhere. Eric Clapton is like a very fucking popular musician. While you're doing that, we'll go ahead and get into the next track. It's featuring Eric Clapton. It's called One of Those Days. It's about a four and a half minute track. Another visualizer. Filling up a cup of sin. Imagine what it'd been like had Randy still been with him. Ozzy's got 13 albums now, so I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about doing another uh, a uh, another studio album collection. Well, that, but I mean, I've got a couple of the artists in mind, but like, I just don't know which one I want to do. Aussies would be a good one, though. Good ass song. It's been a good ass album. It has. It hasn't been a single bad song. 
Honestly, can't make bad music, man. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's kind of like a gray area, you know? Like, solo-wise, he can't make that good. Yeah, solo-wise, though. And even then, like, Never Say Die is not as bad as we thought it, as we thought it was. Yeah. You know, obviously his time with Savage was fucking great, but I mean... Even Never Say Die, it's not really bad. Especially after listening to fucking Forbidden. Great track. Which one is this? So this is uh. So this is track number six. We can we can do this one and maybe one more if we want to. Just we'll, we'll see how we do after this one. So this one's featuring uh this this next track is called this is track number six. It's called A Thousand Shades. It's featuring Jeff Beck who was uh, featured on a title track page number nine. And also, everyone, we just want to give everyone a heads up. Uh, we've been having some little bit of very small, like, little power bursts with the electricity. So, if all of a sudden it just randomly stops, just don't be alarmed. And we'll we'll just stop what we're doing there. And then we'll come immediately right back to it next time we... Next time, as soon as we get a chance. Hopefully it won't go. I changed the thing so it should be a little easier on the eyes now. Why does every album sound like it's gonna be his last album? Right. <laughs> like, what, why are you, you trying to scare me, man? <laughs> That's gonna be a sad day for the world, man, I'm telling you. But honestly, it doesn't matter how many albums he puts out, because on the day that he finally leaves, we're always gonna wish, like, you know, we had just that one more album or something, you know?
Yeah. It's a little mixed up from everything. This is where Zach was Yeah, the next track's featuring them. So this, we'll do this last track on part one. This will be number seven, and then we'll do the last six on part two. So this next track this is featuring Zach Wilde again. It's called Mr. Darkness. get to the end of the year so many album of the year contenders
that was. It really was. Okay. Hands down, like one of the best tracks. You don't know what the hell's gonna happen. <laughs> How many fucking tempo changes have we had? <laughs> I think they did. 
they probably got so into it with all the solos and stuff. What the hell? <laughs> oh man, that was great. That was hands down one of the best tracks though. That's like, that's easily like in the top three. Holy shit. That was a fucking adventure right there. Whew. And then <laughs> part two is gonna start off with another first two tracks from the from Zach Wild again. The dude was just probably feeling it. Man, that's a great way to end part one. Oh my it. god. I think he just went in the studio that day and was like, go crazy. Do whatever the hell you want, just f try to follow me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Man, that was tough. That is definitely next to patient number nine. That might be my favorite, to be honest. I might put yeah, like, I, I'm, I put that really, really high on the list. Holy Man. shit. Solo and then the drumming and the, oh my god. All the fucking tempo changes and all the all the solos and, then and the, the fucking ending of the visual. You don't even know my name, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking random. But that is like an Aussie thing. Like yeah. you would do some shit like that. You gotta remember at the end of Crazy Train, all you hear is fucking egg. <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, that's gonna wrap up part one. So, we're going to take a brief little intermission and we'll be right back to finish off part two. So stay, stay here and be right back. Welcome back, everyone. We are back for part two of patient number nine. It's literally just a couple minutes later. Now we're going to pick up right where we left off. The last track we listened to is Mr. Darkness. We highly praise that song. So now we're going to move on to the next track. This is uh, another track featuring Zach Wild. This is track number eight. It's called Nothing Feels Right. All these, you notice every video has had a visualizer? Yeah. I haven't seen anyone that just has the album artwork. It is. 
Ozzy's vocals, man. Just not letting up. Every song has been fucking great. There hasn't been anything like slightly disappointing in the little, little. Right. You know, it had been, you know, before Ordinary Man came out, it had been like ten years since he had released an album. Ordinary Man was like so Scream was like released in 2010 and then Ordinary Man was like 2020 it was like 10 years so after Ordinary Man came out I didn't I wasn't expecting another release from him for a while and what do you know just two years later he came out again 
Alright, what is this? Chart number 9? Is it 10? Yeah, so, this, so we're on number 9 now. And I think this might be the last track that features Zach Wilde on the album. It's called Evil Shuffle. Every track has had a visualizer, dude. Pregnant, man. Oh, 
Track number ten. This is the this is the other track that features Tony Iommi on guitar. It's called Degradation Rules, and supposedly this song is about masturbation. Fucking <laughs> Aussie. <laughs> De- Degradation Rules with Tony Iommi. Yeah, that's Aussie for you. Some like harmonica effects. masturbation. <laughs> yeah, a little harmonica effects in there. That's cool. It's different. It adds, adds a little something. Degradation rules. Like the first time I heard it, I, just, I didn't even know it was about that. Yeah. Like I looked, that, I looked it up. I happened to see it, where he was talking about what the song was about, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. I bet you when he came to Tony about, about this damn song, and he told him what it was about, he was just like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> right. But he's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> Like a and Tony. <laughs> then again, I guess it's not unheard of because you know of all the shit that they did back in their early Sabbath days. <laughs> right. 
I love when I hear that. It's just, it's so Aussie, dude. He's known for that. I know me has just been hitting it on this track. I really wish that they that they that he had been featured more on the album. Though. It was so good to hear them on those two tracks, but like they they should have done more together. All right, moving on. Track number eleven. This one's called "Dead and Gone." Every one of these tracks has visualizers. change up there. Interesting visualizer we've been seeing. Feed the machine. He said feed the machine. 
We're gonna be doing that new Nickelback album. I don't care what anybody says. We're fucking doing it. We've been waiting five years for that shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. If Iomi did an entire, if he released an entire album, like whether it's 10 tracks or whatever it is, it didn't feature anybody on vocals. It was just him and like he had like another bassist and a drummer and they just played straight instrumental music. I would listen to it in a heartbeat and I would do it on the fucking podcast. Just for that alone. Track. That was the most different, probably. Yeah, I like the, the use of the synth in that one. Oh, yeah. Alright. Track number 12. This is the last long track. It's called God Only Knows. What the hell is this visualizer? Here we go again with the burst. tracks I know and every time I hear one of these tracks I get nervous yes some shit like that pretty much you're like bro stop, stop giving him sorry stop giving me like fucking anxiety and shit because I don't want to have that until like after I've seen him in concert <laughs> Plus, we're only in September. We're still, we're still a few months away from the next year. Whenever he's going on tour, and every time I hear a song like this, it makes me nervous. This kind of reminds me of Ordinary Man, like the title track. Yes. Because I got nervous on that track too. Because <laughs> I don't want to die an ordinary man.
more though. gets a little bit of time to shine. Imagine listening to this out on the open roof. I know, I know. Yeah, he's done a lot of crazy shit in his career, but you can't deny his talent. Yeah, that's what the song did. The lyrics are talking about fading away, and all of a sudden the song just starts fading exactly away. Exactly what it did. Little, little, little touches like that. That's probably what he'll look like whenever he finally croaks. <laughs> because of all the past drug use. <laughs> I'm surprised that shit hasn't caught up to him already. I know, because there's a lot of people that did the same shit that he did, and they, they died like years ago look because it caught up to them. Look at Shad from Mudvayne. All those years of drinking, and now when he's on tour, bro, he got fat as fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. but it's true. <laughs> speaking of speaking of that, Mudvayne, they finally finished up all their their their, their reunion tour and everything that they've been going on. <clears throat> Supposedly they're working on new material. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> since 2009, when their last album came out, they're working on new material apparently. Because apparently for this reunion tour is exactly what they needed because like taking a break from Hell Yeah and everything and coming back to Mudvayne, they're saying like it's been so fucking refreshing being back with the guys again and replaying all of the hits that we made together. Like it's been everyone has just been so in tune with each other and they it's been such a positive force doing it again that they think they can go forward with something again. Plus I would love to hear some new bass rips. I know. On the fucking... I really wish I could have caught that show that they had here here in town back in uh, back last month. It was just too expensive at the time, and I couldn't afford it. It would have been cool to see to see them, to them and Rob Zombie. All right, last shot. This is only like two minutes. Dark side blues. Dark side blues. I sort of wonder if this is even going to be a track. It's maybe just going to be like an outro.
This is Ozzy if he decides to go blues. <laughs> I mean, that's probably why they called it Dark Side Blues. Okay, I can live with the fact that he laughed evilly right. as the last thing on this on this album. But holy shit, what an album that was, dude. Holy balls. That was something special. At some point I want to go back and listen to Ordinary Man just because we never got to. Maybe sometime in the future we can. But uh, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up. I would love to stay and do talk about it some more, but, you know, I got about 15 minutes or so before I gotta get ready for work for the day. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up here. Um, maybe next time you come by, like, if we have some spare time, we'll, we can talk a little bit more about what we thought about the album. We can't really say much, but overall, that album was fucking amazing. It was, dude. Every track was amazing, especially Mr. Darkness. Oh, man, you gotta get that one. That one's, like, top three right there. Uh, there's 13 tracks on that album if you include that Dark Side Blues but anyway uh, that's going to wrap it up for page number 9 fantastic album that's obviously going to be another album of the year contender we got so many damn albums we got to go through <laughs> we'll see though probably uh, Hopefully nothing nothing's gonna be coming out in December that we wanna that we wanna listen to. Right. Or we could we could do one in December if something comes out, but that we're only gonna probably do the one. Right. Just because literally the rest of that month we really gotta comb through everything. We gotta we gotta decide. Well, that's gonna go ahead and do it, everyone. We want to thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you all in the next episode. Mm.